You're listening to the Voices Behind Women's Cricket Chat. That's Hannah, Georgie, Cassie, Mahika and Alex. Coming up on today's podcast, we've got Zimbabwean bowler Lauren Perry. Now we talked to Lauren about all things cricket, including making the ICC T20 Team of the Year, as well as what it was like to witness Zimbabwe lose their international status and then regain it. And we ask her who her favourite bowler is. So, Lauren Perry, <laughs> welcome to Women's Cricket Chat. Joining us today, you've got Lauren, myself, Georgie, and Alex. And Lauren is a member of the Zimbabwean women's national cricket team and also just been named in the ICC T20 Team of the Year, which is staggering. And we are so chuffed to have you join us today. So welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me. How are things at your end? Yeah, like I said, it's been cold. So I've been indoors, no practice, nothing. And whereabouts are you at the moment? I'm in Zimbabwe. Nice. And I think, I feel like Zimbabwe cold is not that cold. (laughs) No, it is. For me, it is. (laughs) Okay. So, um, obviously, we just had this amazing announcement last week that you've been named in the ICC T20 Team of the Year. How thrilled were you when you found out? To be honest, I was shocked because the coach came calling me. So I thought, ah, maybe he's pulling a prank on me or something. Because I actually checked uh, their site more than three times just to make sure. (laughs) And did you know that you might be in the running? Not even. Not in a million years. (laughs) And obviously on that team, you're in some pretty good company of some of the biggest names in the world game so how did it feel to be listed alongside people like Nat Siver? Yeah I'm honoured, I'm honoured, I'm honoured, really honoured, still chuffed. (laughs) Yeah so it's been a bit of a difficult time with Zimbabwe cricket, you had ODI status and then got revoked and then you got it back again, how was it for you I'm not sure if you were there or not, but how great was it to see your captain, Marianne Masunda, score a century on effectively what was your guys' ODI debut? Yeah, it, it was uh, a happy moment for everyone. Yeah, it, it was just so exciting. I mean, getting your first ODI status and winning that first match was actually exciting, a big achievement. And we've spoken to her before and she is properly inspirational and just full. She's just one of those like people that's just a shining light of happiness, isn't she? What's she like to have as a captain? <laughs> uh, she can be tricky at times, but I mean, that's what you can expect from any captain. But yeah, she's a, she's a happy soul to be around. Growing up playing cricket, was there anyone that you looked up to, either male or female? Because we know Marianne idolises Charlotte Edwards. So we're just wondering if there's someone like that that you look up to. Nathan Lyon. <laughs> Nathan Lyon. Oh, really? Is it? Oh, well, obviously, as a spinner yourself, do you model any of your action on him? No, no. 
the action is all me, but the inspiration is all you. <laughs> and so obviously your hero is Nathan Lyon, who is a male cricketer, but we're all about the women's cricket here. So how <laughs> have you seen women's cricket grow in Zimbabwe since you took it up or since you first took notice in it? What was it that got you into it and how much have you seen that grow? Okay, so far uh, we now have club games, franchise games. I mean, when I started, there were no club games or franchise. We were just playing in the boys' league. Now it's something different. And so did you just grow up, grow up playing alongside the boys and just bowling all the boys? Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, during grassroots, there were like five of us. Then the rest were boys. Yeah, and... um. Did you feel a sort of sense of pride that you were one of the only girls there and you were sort of, you know, waving the flag for female cricketers everywhere? During that time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and was it ever, did you ever find anything that sort of got in the way of you playing or was it just, were you completely accepted as a girl playing with the boys? To be honest, at first it was, it wasn't nice, but we, we adjusted, so I would say, we got accepted at the end. Yeah, and has that changed a lot since you first started? Yeah, it has. It has. Um, could you elaborate on that one? So what, what kind of changes have you seen in recent times? I mean, now some of the girls play in the... There's a league, guys' league. They play in the second league for the guys. And you mentioned when you started out playing cricket that there wasn't really a domestic setup in place. So how did selection for Zimbabwe, how did it happen? Uh, well, at first I started in primary school. Then I went to a high school where there was a high performance coach. So my guess is <laughs> that's where it all happened because uh, there, were, there were no actual games. They were only under 18s. Yeah. Well, since then, you've obviously gone on to pretty big special things. You've won this amazing award and we can't ignore your incredible figures last year of five for six against Botswana. And you finished the season with an average of 7.18, which is just absolutely staggering. What is it about cricket that just inspires you to go out there and do that kind of thing and play in these tournaments and put in performances like that? <laughs> I guess it's just some um, a bit of self-belief and uh, that will to want to change, to have a change in sport and inspire the youngsters that are coming up. And just on your bowling figures, you have better bowling figures than the West Indies, Jason Holder and England's very own Neil <laughs> Rashid. So they, Jason Holder's best figures are four for seven, which he got in the first match against England. And Adil Rashid took four for two in the 2021 T20 World Cup against the West Indies. So you're in good company there, but you are slightly better than the both of them. That's amazing. Yeah, do yeah, the girls. Well. <laughs> um, and so that was against Botswana and you were playing in the qualifiers and so now you've um so you were a really big part of getting to the t20 global qualifiers what would it mean to be able to get to a world cup 
it will be an achievement, yeah, a huge achievement for everyone because mainly that's the goal right now to qualify for the globals. I mean, we have already qualified for those. So now the main focus is qualifying for the World Cup. And what is that qualification process like for you and for the Zimbabwe? For now, it's a huge one, but uh, we're still working on it. <laughs> and so you say you're training inside and all that at the moment. What is the what are the main focuses at the moment of for you and for the team as a whole? Uh, for now, it's just mainly co-work, just getting uh, more running. Yeah, that's it. Nothing much. And obviously, you're at the top of the game in Zimbabwe. How does it feel to be referred to as a role model for other girls in Zimbabwe, maybe wanting to get into cricket? Uh, I'm actually honoured, but I think I think everyone... I, should, I shouldn't be the only role model. There are lots of people out there who have done better. But if I am, I'm really honoured. Yeah, and what can you and the other girls do to help boost the game further? Uh, I think mainly to go out there, mainly grassroots, because that's where the actual talent is, and get more recognition for those guys and hopefully get more games, more, club, more clubs, uh, school games, franchises and all that. And for you and for the Zimbabwean women's cricket team, do you have ambitions to play abroad? So say in the English domestic setup in Australia, in the hundreds, would you ever consider playing one of those if you got asked to? Yeah, definitely, definitely, because... That's where we get more exposure. Uh, we get to learn more about the game. So, yeah, definitely. And if you could play in the 100, which team would you like to play for? <laughs> I think I think for now, since it was their first year, I think any team, like I'm keen to play for any team. <laughs> well, I think London Spirit have a spot open because Susie Rowe retired. So you never know, you might get the call up to London Spirit. <laughs> and obviously some of these franchises do feature some of the biggest names, the household names of the women's game, who would you be most excited to play both alongside or against? Uh, Ned Skiver. I love that. Just straight out, Nat Siver, done. <laughs> uh, what is it about her game that you really like? I think the timing, just everything is just proper, like, proper. <laughs> Have you been watching any of the women's ashes? No, not yet. Oh, okay, well, you'll see Nat Siver in action. Test match. Currently, we're recording this on the day the test match starts. So you never know. You could get into day one of the four days and settle in nicely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and obviously, the match that is starting the day we're recording this is a test match. Would you hope to one day maybe be able to play in a test match yourself? Yeah, that's the main goal. Since, since Nathan Lyon plays more of chess matches, but I would definitely want to play a chess match one day. And what is it about Nathan Lyon that you like so much? 
respect and you admire so much. Uh, his action, there's, there's nothing complicated about that action. It's just smooth sailing, even the 10. It's, I wouldn't mind having that much 10 a day. <laughs> and you know, with Nathan Lyon, he never actually aspired to be a cricketer. He was actually a grounds mem- ground staff member at one of the grounds and then they saw him bowling and they just were like, we want you on the side and look where he is, 400 plus test wickets later. So you never know, that could be yeah. your big break. Yeah. He's also a bit of a household name. So, you know, that could be you next. <laughs> Did you see him in the ICC T20 team of the year? I don't think so. So, you know, you're one up. <laughs> and so aside from... The astonishing five for six against Botswana being named in the team of the year. What would you say is your proudest achievement so far in your career? Uh, firstly, I think taking those 16 wickets was just amazing to me. Uh, secondly, playing uh, the first match against Pakistan. Yeah, that was the, the highlight for me. Like seeing, only seeing the guys from the small screens, then actually stepping on the same field with them was actually nice. And what was this series against Pakistan like for you? Because England, as we know, were meant to fly to Pakistan and then the series was cancelled due to safety concerns. So for you, as a Zimbabwean, what was it like to play against a test-playing nation like Pakistan? Uh, firstly, for, for every player, I mean, you'll be wanting to make stats. <laughs> That's the, the first priority. You need stats. So, yeah, play, I guess, I think I bowled seven overs, then I had two maidens, 23 runs. So, for me, that was just something else. And so, obviously, you've got, you've got some international experience under your belt now, and then we're going for the global qualifiers. But what is the goal with the Zimbabwe team from here? Uh, firstly, keeping it simple, putting the ads, then focus on the main goal, and that's winning and going all the way to the World Cup. Yeah, and how can you use this experience to grow the game more, aside from just going and seeing, um, going and growing grassroots throughout the country? How can more people around the world fall in love with Zimbabwean cricket? I think, I think everyone just should just give us a chance. Uh, watch our games and stuff. Just give us a chance. We have more to offer. And I think I'm right in saying that you guys seem like the happiest team of players that <laughs> like just chatting to you now, you're, you're smiling, you're laughing, you're talking about it, you love it. And it was the same when we spoke to Marianne, wasn't it, Alex? It's <laughs> got that energy as a side. And I think something like that is really contagious. Yeah, it is. It is, actually. We're just a bunch of uh, gowns, if I may say. <laughs> we have our times so yeah. <laughs> and so what has been the hardest thing that you as a team have had to go through? Uh, get, getting suspended. Yeah, and how did you cope with that? And how did it feel to try and get through that one? I mean, it was... It was hard. It was hard. Yeah, it was hard. Because we, su- we were supposed to go on tour in Ireland. Then after a day or two, we were just told, you guys are not going anywhere. 
of which we we had been in camp for like six months then all of a sudden just like that there was nothing no cricket no nothing just staying indoors it was, it was shattering heartbreaking i wouldn't want to experience that ever ever in my life <laughs> on the flip side of that if you guys did make it to a world cup what would it mean for you guys to play against teams like england and australia because we've seen teams like scotland in the men's t20 competition play against india and then afterwards there were pictures of them speaking to the likes of Virat Kohli so how great would it be for you for you guys if you played against Australia and you got to talk to the likes of Meg Lanning and Elise Perry it would be massive 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 because imagine the, the amount of information you can get from those guys and the experience they have I mean it will be a big achievement maybe you could have a word in Meg's ear and be like I need a WBBL contract <laughs> yeah <laughs> and are you someone that obsesses over the stats or do you like to take it as it comes and be all easy breezy no not really like after every match or a tournament I always go to our analyst just to check on the stats and him to give me the videos and make sure that the action is proper and stuff. Just find something to work on. Nice. And so what do your family think about you being this global cricketing superstar? <laughs> I mean, it's still the same thing. I mean, <laughs> I really don't know. I really don't. <laughs> so it's still, don't. you still got to do the washing up and set the table. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get out of any of that. <laughs> and being a female cricketer in Zimbabwe, what is the social media reactions like? Because we've seen in the regional setup in England that more and more players are being recognised. So that, does that ever happen to you at all? Mostly when I go to just wear a hat or something, or a woody then... <laughs> So I avoid those crowded places. <laughs> and so over the last couple of years, the whole world has had, the whole world's been in turmoil. Let's go with that. Um, how did you guys manage with your cricket and continuing to stay motivated throughout the pandemic? Uh, mostly we had a psychologist, then uh, the fitness trainer always hooked us up with some fitness thing, indoor fitness stuff. So. Although it was still tough, I mean, we all just used to going out there and having a laugh. But all of a sudden, it just indoors. It's only you. So it, it was really tough. But hey, we, I had that uh, supporting stuff. Is that sense of fun and enjoyment key to the successes of your team? Yeah, definitely. Because every tour, it's either the first day or the last day we usually have that fines meeting you you may know it may be a fines meeting you are still quite young only 23 and you have such a long career ahead of you and I know Zimbabwe want to make it to a world cup but aside from that what other career milestones would you like to hit? 
I'll definitely want to play in the Big Bash. The 100, yeah. Oh, definitely. And even meet, uh, meet uh, Skiva, like, even Nathan Lyon, those two. <laughs> I think we might be able to get that organised <laughs> if we uh, talk to the England communications person. And yeah. I'm sure... I'm sure we can try and twist Nathan Lyon's arm, even though he's the enemy to Eng- us English fans. <laughs> but we put that aside just for you, so you should be honoured. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and so, um, obviously, what are we in now? We're currently in January. So how long have you got until the qualifiers now? I think two months. Okay, so it's yeah, really... Noses to the grindstone now. Yeah. And how do you think your preparation is going? What do you think your prospects might be? Have you got have you got hopes that you can do this? The first thing is making the team first. <laughs> then yeah. <laughs> then focus on the, the, the bigger goal. And what does a typical training session look like? Your fitness, <laughs> fielding, like a one hour fielding after fitness, like gosh, like <laughs> then skills. I know that that's that's a bit much, yeah. And so, you are primarily a bowler, but yeah. do you have to go out and have a bit of a swing with the bat as well? Because you're a middle order batter too, aren't you? Yeah. Actually, in the franchise, I'm the opening batsman. <laughs> well, there you go. So you you are an all rounder. We'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You're, just, you're the Nat Siver of Zimbabwean cricket. <laughs> Waking my way towards that. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, you two are part of the same um, team of the year, so you know you're already you've already got that connection. <laughs> Step closer. <laughs> Exactly, and maybe you be able to have a like a team reunion or a team union this year. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and so aside from cricket, and you know, dedicating your time to that, what else do you like to get up to? Just staying indoors. I'm an introvert, so I just stay indoors, watch series, and just. <laughs> and do you my find bubble, my face. Do you find that cricket helps you um, come out of your shell a bit? Yeah, it does. It does. Once in a while, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, and how how does it help? Because I get to meet a lot of characters <laughs> and see how they think and stuff. And uh, what is the media support like in Zimbabwe? I mean, if if you actually in the heat, they, they are all over you and stuff. <laughs> but wait until there's nothing about you, then you get the same result. There won't be anything from them. But I have a feeling that when you guys go to the global qualifiers, there will be quite a good media coverage. Do you think that would be the case? The what? I think the media coverage will improve and increase when you're at the global qualifiers do you agree yeah it definitely does improve towards it towards a competition or a tournament yeah and is it going to be streamed around zimbabwe for everyone to see 
No, it doesn't get streamed. It's only on YouTube. But I guess all your family will be locking into that one, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, viewing parties. You can have like family dinners, watching the cricket. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm guessing yeah. you don't have the standard English cricket tea that we would have in Zimbabwe. No. What's the kind of thing you guys go for? What? What's the kind of cricket tea foods that you guys go for? Mostly, mostly they say they just, they just booze a lot, so <laughs> no tea for them. <laughs> no, perhaps not. Um, and so Alex and I and Hannah and Cassie like to always try and round off these meetings with a little quick fire round. So Alex, do you want to go first on this one? Sure. So one that we like to ask is what is your favorite sledge? This could be one that you've said yourself or one that you've heard. I've never sledged anyone. <laughs> Never. So I, I don't, I don't uh, usually like that type sort of stuff. So, nah. <laughs> You're more focused and head in the game. Yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> yeah, and we mentioned cricket teas earlier because in England we have things like scones and cakes and egg sandwiches at a cricket tea. But what is your favourite food item to have at a cricket tea? Oh, we have pizza. <laughs> pizza. Nice. And do you go pineapple on pizza or not? Yeah, pineapple. <laughs> mm, that's going to divide the listeners, I feel. <laughs> um, so, and also, what was the latest TV series you watched? Yeah, no. Hmm, I've not watched it. <laughs> what was the last book you read? Uh, the crime, the crimes people commit. Um, that one of read. Yeah. <laughs> um, favorite genre of music. Uh, Afro pop. I can. I feel like that involves quite a lot of dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> favorite musician. Or artist? Uh, right now, uh, it's Banner Boy. Place you would most like to go and play cricket? Uh, UK. UK. Uh, Lords? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> they also do really good food as well. <laughs> and if there was one thing you could say to your younger self, what would it be? Be patient. You'll get there. Be patient. <laughs> I love that. And as it's a new year, do you, are you one of those people who sets goals for themselves or do you like to just see how the year will unfold? I do set goals. Reasonable ones. <laughs> what are your goals for 2022 then? Definitely qualifying for the World Cup. And how would you celebrate if you did qualify? The whole week. <laughs> I'll celebrate the whole week. <laughs> well, you never know. You could be like Thailand and qualify. No one thought Thailand would qualify for a World Cup and they did. So 
Who's yeah, to say Zimbabwe did. won't? Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> and we all fell in love with Thailand at that tournament. So Zimbabwe, I can see yep. it. Yeah. Well, I think that's me done for quick fire. Alex, you got any more? No. Um, we do like to ask this at the end of our episodes as well is where Lauren can our listeners find you across social media? Uh, on IG it's at Piri underscore seventeen. Then on Facebook it's Lolo Coffee Piri. Well, there you go. Um, so. Lauren Perry, thank you so much for joining us today. You've clocked, you've checked in with your woolly hat, your zipped up hoodie. We're all just as cold as each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's cricket for you, isn't it? Everyone says yeah. it's a summer sport. I'm never so sure. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat to us. Honestly, massive congratulations on being named in the T20 team of the year. It's hugely deserved. You're there with some of the biggest names in the global game and you are just a light for Zimbabwe and it's amazing to see the growth of the game in Zimbabwe and good luck for all of your endeavours this year. We're going to be following you. We're Women's Cricket Chat. will be sharing everything you guys do and just keep it up. It's Honestly, it's amazing to see. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for <laughs> Massive thank you to Lauren for coming on and being a guest on the podcast. It was really interesting to hear about her journey to the Zimbabwean national team, her getting her Pfeiffer, making the T20 team of the year, and also finding out why Nathan Lyon is her idol. And to all our listeners, if you want to keep up to date with everything we're doing, you can follow us on Twitter at WCricketChat, on Instagram at Women's Cricket Chat. And if you want to give us a like on Facebook, we are Women's Cricket Chat. If you'd like to give our personal Twitters a follow, then it's at Hannity1194, at GeorgiaHeath27, at CassieCoombs98, and I'm at Alex Jane Pereira on Twitter. This has been Women's Cricket Chat. Tune in next time.